0: Big welcome to everybody here, particularly the families of those babies who we are giving thanks for today. So it's great to have you all with us today. Because it's kind of August, is it August yet? No, it's still July, but it's like big exodus week for lots of people going on holiday. We thought we'd do things just a little bit differently. So normally we'd take some time to... um, praise and worship together in song, but we're not going to do that today. We're going to praise and worship together in a different way. So we'll take you through it as we go. We're expecting things to last about an hour, and it's just a time to really concentrate on what God has done amongst us. And we're going to take time to give thanks. You will have opportunity to give thanks for things, and the children will also have opportunity. So we're going to do it in a little different way, keeping us all entertained and excited. My expectation is... You know, it says in Hebrews, in the book of Hebrews, in the second chapter, it's talking about Jesus. Sorry, my glasses are a bit dodgy at the moment. It's talking about Jesus and the fact that God made him higher than the angels, that he sits in glory now. And yet, at the same time, it says that. Well, she's laughing at me because of my glasses. I'm very sorry. It says about Jesus that both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy, that's us, are us of the same family. And Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. And he says, I will declare your name to my brothers. In the presence of the congregation, I will sing your praises. And that's what we're going to do today with Jesus because we believe that when we're present, he is with us. And today we're going to declare his name. The Holy Father's name, the God of this creation's name, we're going to declare it amongst the congregation of the brethren, that's us. We can say to each other what God has been doing. So that's what we're going to do today, but we're going to start with John coming. And we're going to give thanks for the gift of the babies that we've born amongst us recently.
1: Thank you, everyone. You get to a certain age in life when a, a bigger Bible is is better. As they say, nothing nothing wrong with my with my eyes, it's just my arms are not long enough. <laughs> well yeah, it's good to be together. There's a special thing that happens when we give thanks. Um Obviously, there's that sharing of of gratitude. Um, It's always good to give thanks. But we have to understand that when we give thanks to God, we're we're basically uh, saying God has done this. It's a recognition uh, that God is involved in this. In fact, it's very interesting because it's a way of of glorifying God uh, and attributing... Something to him. Of course, alternatively, we say, "Yeah, well, this would have happened or that would have happened," but it's a definite choice when we actually turn and say, "No, we choose to say this is what God has done," Um, as they did uh, in the Old Testament, when they said, "This is this is the Lord's doing," and you know what? That makes it marvellous in our sight because it has the hand of God upon it. So we are choosing rightfully and accurately to give thanks to God and particularly to focus that on this precious gift of children. So we've got Steve and Lisa with Alicia and Keisha and Wilco with Jonah and Matt and Susie with Otis. And what we're going to do, they're going to come out in a moment, we ask one of the Uh, people that one of the leaders or one of the people that they would have some pastoral involvement with, (coughs) to actually come and stand with them. They're not godparents. We don't believe in godparents. We believe the parents are godparents. So we're, we're not trying to add in something there which is not biblical, but we are seeking to say, here is a representation of what we believe. We believe that we're making a commitment. So that's the second thing. On behalf of the community, we're standing here, represented by somebody that will be standing with each couple and saying, this is an expression of we're standing with, we're committed to. We receive not only into the natural family, but into the family of God. The third thing that we do is that we ask God to place his protection upon the child, recognizing that actually uh, he can do a much better job than we could ever do. Uh, even the most devoted parents, even the most skillful and caring parents, God can do a better job because he's God. So if those couples would come out and uh, bring the babies and the person's going to stand with them or couple's going to stand with them, if you would come as well. So, it was Matt and Susie with Otis, and Stephen and Lisa with Alicia, and Keisha and Wilco with Jonah. Good. <clears throat> You know, it's a, it's a very, very special thing. Uh, it never becomes just something that we do. This is a, this is a, a special time, a special moment, when not only we're we giving thanks to God, but we're expressing a very serious, a very solemn commitment to stand with this family and with this precious gift of a child. And, of course, we're giving thanks. Praise God. Let's stand together. We stand together. It's just a kind of token of saying, yes, we, we engage in this. And as I lead us in prayer of thanksgiving, let's just be engaged in that. We joining your heart, your prayer, as I lead us in prayer. Lord, we thank you for these precious gifts. Lord, every good gift comes from you. And we recognize, Lord, your goodness at this time. Lord, we thank you. Especially thank you for babies that are sleeping and quiet. (laughs) We make the most of that. Lord, your goodness overwhelms us. And therefore, it's not a difficult thing to say, this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our sight. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for the gift. Thank you, Lord, for the safe delivery. Thank you, Lord, for the presentation of these precious children. And We pray for them. Lord, even now, as they're there in the arms of their parents, we pray that you would set upon them your love, your guidance, your direction. Lord, that in the days that lie ahead, you would map out the pathway for them, that you would cause the parents to have great wisdom and great anointing and great understanding to bring up these children in the way that they should go so that when they are older, they would not depart from the perfect chosen way that you have ordained for them. We pray, Lord, even as we give thanks even as we ask for wisdom and guidance in these difficult and challenging times for bringing up children. We express this commitment and we invite you, Lord, not only to bear witness to what we're saying, but to grace us in every situation, to be an outworking in real life and never in word only. And then, Lord, we pray for your protection recognize, Lord, with all the care and all the love that you placed in the hearts of parents. There is no one that can care like you can. And We ask now, Lord, that you would protect these precious infants and as they grow and as they develop, Lord, that you would not only guide them and protect them, but map out their way. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We pray your blessing upon them. We ask, Lord, for this protection and we express as servants of the Most High God, our commitment in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you. Paul. Who remembers what Paul has been talking about for the last? Feels like a very long time. Josh. Yes, Festival Central, brilliant. Well, do we want to hear how it went?
2: Right. Um. I actually haven't quite finished writing my notes, but have all sprung on me a little bit. Um. Right. We at the peak. We got nine thousand one hundred people on site. So we think we probably had 12,000 or more coming through the site. Um, Not quite the estimate that the police gave us, but to be honest, any more than that would have been um, unmanageable, really. Uh, Those of you that were there, you would have seen the queues for some of the more popular things were probably up to about 20 minutes. Um, So much more than that would have been a bit of a struggle. Um, Some of the things we really want to thank God for... The attendance was perfect for the size of the event, it really was. When we sat down and watched the opening ceremony um, later on, it was the sort of area at the back was just about where you'd want to be, not much further back to see the screen. Um, fantastic screen, great sound quality, really good atmosphere. Um, even any potential trouble spots, there were a couple of gangs on site, but the police and the security were well on top of that, and there was no, no trouble at all. Um, they're very used to that. Um, the weather was, was perfect, it was a little bit cooler than the few days before, um, bit of cloud cover, so that was great, there not too many problems in that respect. So to thank God for some of the issues we managed to overcome, hopefully you weren't aware of some of these. We actually had a generator stolen in the morning, about £4,000 worth, but in terms of running the event, we'd ordered a spare one that wasn't needed, so it didn't affect the running of the event, we've just got to try and pay for that. Um, We had an issue with the the music venue, the stage that you probably weren't aware of, (coughs) Dave's laughing, we had um, the staging, the the canopy for the the covered stage had to be moved, the council were getting a bit uppity threatening to shut the whole event down because it was just on the corner of the rugby pitch which is being used in about three months time so they were a bit worried about that. Um, and we couldn't move it because that was all safety tag, so we weren't allowed to move it. But fortunately, the guys who had gone on to their next job at Heathrow had a bit of a gap, so they drove back from Heathrow, helped us move the stage, and then back over to Heathrow to do their third job of the day. Um, so we, we managed to cover that with a, a few quid for petrol, so that was good. Um, the guys who set up the big Olympic inflatable, said, ''Right, see you at five o'clock.'' ''What?'' ''No.'' <laughs> So there was a bit of an issue about that, but that was that was sorted out as well. So all these things going on behind the scene, but you know, we prayed into each one of those and, and saw that, that change, which is an amazing thing. Um, some of the testimonies already have started to hear some. Um, the girl that was running the, the um, ambulance station had a chat with a guy that I, I think he had a bit of a head injury or felt a bit faint or something. Ended up walking him over to the um, community organisation's tent because um, he'd wanting sort of to deal with his alcohol issue um, which is exactly, exactly the sort of vision I saw happening conversations happening and people walking people over introducing them to people that could make a difference um, I had a chat with a, a drunk chap about 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> after the event and he was just uh, raving about the fact that you know the council we're a, we're a local borough to the Olympics the council haven't done anything and he said you churches are amazing um, you've put something on for us, the community. Um, he was a bit, you know, drunk, lovey-dovey sort of, you're brilliant! <laughs> but, but, you know, even in that state, the sentiment was that, was that the churches had done something. He was aware of who had done it, the churches had done something that, he, um, that, that the local council hadn't done. Um, <clears throat> I'll just try and give you a few little pointers of some of the, the testimonies from serving for amongst us. Um, Alison, who ran the, the site hospital, left site once she finally managed to get her um, flat battery on her ambulance restarted about half past two and she had to go straight to the Olympic Stadium because she's on night duty doing a, another eight hour shift there and she'd been there since, I think she was there when I got there about ten o'clock in the morning so uh, probably 24 hours straight she'd done um, just spoke to Lisa Dawson this morning, she did four and a half hours of face painting and that that wasn't unusual uh, it wasn't like she got left in a the corner. They were desperate for people to do more face paint, and they were just anyone they recognised saying, "Can you face paint? Can you come and relieve someone?" Because it was just so popular, the cues for it were, were massive. So I don't, I don't think Lisa was uncommon in that four and a half hour serving. Uh, on my sports zone, people were just serving the whole time. Um, there were people had very little break, we were just we were just willing to keep going and keep going. Um, when I got there yesterday morning. Um, having left about 2 o'clock, I got there about 8 o'clock yesterday morning. The guys that stayed on site were already picking litter, and the place was, I'm pretty sure, cleaner than when we got there. Um, so they basically, as soon as it got light, they'd started picking litter up. Um, and I finally picked our van up from them, the guys at Bethel, about 1 o'clock yesterday. So it's, it took quite a while to clear the site. And some of those guys had been involved from... Wednesday when we took over the site from the council. So there's been a lot a lot going on. One guy slept or stayed on site three nights on the trot to make sure we, we kept everything secure. Um, what I'll do probably in the next coming weeks, I'll get a, a feedback with photos and some real testimony of who's done what. But, I mean, some of the, the level of serving was, was amazing. And even the response from you guys in that, remember the last, I think, the final week or so, uh, you know, when I a desperate call to get some flyers out to schools, Four responses instantly, we got 1,200 leaflets out to schools, loads of stuff um, leafeted and I think it was the perfect event, the perfect size, perfect weather, everyone was raving about it, people couldn't believe it was free, cost the churches with sponsorship and that about £40,000. Maybe about 44 with the generator. But it's, uh, it's, it's an amazing thing we've done. And I commit, people couldn't believe it was free. Uh, one woman came up to me and she said, I've heard some. It's like, which is a free bit? The dance bit? I said, like, no, everything, apart from food. And she was like, her eyes just doubled in size. Everything's free? And it was just, it was brilliant. So it was a really good day. Thank you for those of you that were there in whatever capacity, serving, attending, chatting to people. It was brilliant. I don't think we could have asked for more. And uh, I'll give some more detailed feedback and testimonies in the coming weeks. So thank you.
0: And do we want to say thanks to Paul? Paul did a great job of really communicating the vision to us to get involved. And for those of us that got involved, it really was a fantastic day. We, I was on one of the gates, and the people would arrive kind of thinking, why, why are these strange people talking to me? And they'd leave, and go, bye, thanks. You know, it just it really had a lovely, lovely feel. Right, now for your turn. Can you please get into groupings of about eight to ten? It would be in your interest to have children in these groupings. That's all I'll say. Eight to ten groupings. Now try and do it kind of round the room. Move your chairs, move your bodies. Lynn Coles, I need you. Lynn Coles, I need you. Right, this bunch in the middle is going to... You might need to move away from each other a little bit. Yeah, that that way. Yeah, okay. Right. You know that game where you say... um, give me a sock or a left, a left leg sock or something like that or a shoe. Chinese laundry, yes, Chinese laundry. In my country, we used to call it Ministry of Supply. So Chinese laundry, it's a wee bit like that, except it's about Thanksgiving. So we'll do a little trial run. Lynn Coles is the person you've got to come to. And to make it fair, he will move around the room so that those who are not as close can also be closer at times. So you have to choose your position, Lynn. Right, we'll do a wee trial run first of all. <laughs> I need a lady's sandal. <laughs> no, I've got to give it to Lynn. Lynn. Okay, you can give them back now. Right. You can give it back now. Hmm. Right. I need. Now, I want children running where possible. I want a pair of sunglasses. He's got them, he's got them. Jamie, one. Right. now Lynn Lynn I think you might have to stay in one spot once you've decided the spot right I would now like a child who wants to bring a parent wait a minute wait a minute and they want to see what they're giving thanks to God for for that parent
1: Okay, so what is it that you want to thank God for, for mummy?
3: I'm going on the boat today. Yay, he's going on holiday. Uh, He's going on
1: holiday tonight with mum. No, no,
3: without mummy.
1: Without mummy. Wow. (laughs) That sounds dangerous.
0: Who wants to give thanks for something God has done for them in school. Any stories about something they can thank God for about their school? Oh, Josh, Lynn, Lynn behind.
4: <laughs> no, we got one. Oh, okay. Right, we'll hear a couple.
0: For,
4: good, for giving me
0: really good friends excellent for giving me nice friends to play with excellent that my best friend you be is the best one that i cannot good for well, new friends excellent isn't that interesting you know we can have friends at school or we can remember that actually god in his goodness makes sure that we've got friends so we can thank him for that right i need a child who wants to bring me a babysitter that they want to say thanks for and why Hello. Thank you to Adi. Thank you.
3: i I'm I'm, 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 I'm Julia's babysitter.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Okay. What about a big brother or sister? And tell us why you're giving thanks for them. <laughs> Get yourself up. Here he is. Okay. <laughs> Go to Lynn. Right, what are you giving thanks for? Thank for. He's nice. Elliot, what do you want nice. to say? Because he's nice. He's nice. Because nice. she gives me what I want. Gives me what I want. Did you hear that? She gives me what I want. Okay. My, s- I my want.
3: brother's... Kind.
1: Her brother's kind.
0: Always looks out for me.
3: Always looks out for me. She always looks after
1: her.
0: See, these big brothers and sisters are very nice. Okay. We're going to take the offering now, if the stewards could wait on us. (laughs) You don't all have to rush for this. This is also part of our thanksgiving. This is us saying thanks to God in foldable form. So we're just going to take the offering. Wait, we might do a couple more. I won't make it too chaotic. Do you know, there's another person that we can thank God for while he's here. Because he's been on this earth 40 years on Tuesday. Anthony McKernan. So should we just... Just do the traditional kind of thing for somebody who's been on the planet for such a long time. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear
1: Anthony.
0: Happy birthday. We do thank God for Anthony and his family. Are we done? Right, we're going to do two more and then... Actually, Anthony, do you want to just say what the children are going to be doing, what the plan is for the children? All right, or Claire?
5: Yeah, all the children um, from Sparklers uh, up up to... the eleven-year-olds bed uh, meet us out by the field, and we've got some fun for you. Excellent.
0: Okay, two more. Are you ready, children? Does any children have a ch- get the children? Ask people in your group if there's any stories where God has healed someone in your group, and then bring them to us. Anybody that's been healed, that has a story of healing, ask around children and then bring them out to us. We got one.
1: My
5: My dad got healed
3: of a bad back.
0: Say it again.
5: Now
3: my dad got healed of a bad back
0: wow. last week. Wow.
3: And he got her on her his feet at the back.
2: Okay, okay. so it
1: uh, felt like i broken my heel and uh, it got sorted out.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's exciting. When
1: I had earache you had earache a little while ago you might remember that uh, Steve Wright came and had a word from God saying about people's backs being poorly and I went up and got prayed for that time and since that time many of you know I've had quite a bad back, it actually has been significantly if not better, so much better in fact I hardly notice it
0: wow, that's brilliant Did I do two? Yeah. Okay. Children, if you want to go out to the field with Anthony and Claire, you know, it's um you know, we can do that as a kind of game. It can be like a you know, we can just do it as a game or we can actually hear some of the things that were said during that time. You know, children giving thanks for their friends at school, that's a really important thing for children to have friends at school. It's a really important thing that they see that their brothers and sisters are a gift from God to them and the things that they can be to them because there's some days you don't feel that at all. Even babysitters, you know, we have to be thanking God that amongst us it's so easy for people and that we don't think babysitters are just somebody you get around because you're going out and you pay them but actually they become part of the family. That's part of an expression together and these are very significant and real things that God is doing amongst us. It was interesting um Nathan and I were kind of meeting with the people that had done the foundation course, um, the the recent batch on Thursday, and and both of us were really struck at the end of it. It it was just one of those really amazing things to hear, what being part of this community is like, and and the gratefulness and that sense that people were saying that this is where God has joined them and these are the reasons why. And it's one of these things when you've kind of been part of something for a long time, it's easy to kind of see the things that we aren't, Rather than the things that we are. And every now and again, we have to come back to see what we have rather than what we haven't. And this is this morning, that thing about declaring His name and His praise amongst the congregation. And we're just going to take a bit more time to do that together. Because it's so easy sometimes just to kind of, you get a bit like, this isn't what's happening, this isn't what's changing, this isn't what's working. And actually, sometimes we just got to remember what God is doing amongst us. So we're going to take a wee bit of time to hear some of these stories. Some of these healing stories, it might be worth hearing a little more around that because there's been some amazing things happening. Hans, do you want to just say... Andrew, I need you here now, sorry. You're going to have to have a job for the next half hour. If you go to Hans. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I was traveling this week and I think it was Tuesday morning. Arrived in Manchester, just taking my work case out of the car to go into the hotel. Um, I had a pinched nerve in my back, ripped my back, so was hospitalized all of Tuesday. They brought me back down on Thursday evening because I had a meeting with the leaders, so I let them drop me straight there. But strange enough, we went in there. I was under Tradamol, some kind of painkillers, had me very loopy. So I, <laughs> I managed to tell Katie, I had to start the meeting, you do all the talking. But before they start, Nathan and Avril said, well, do we believe in um, the leaders praying for people who have sickness and stuff. And strange enough, you know, they not strange enough, but they prayed. The meeting went on. As the meeting went on, you know, I stayed in a comfortable spot. I still struggled to the vehicle. But the morning I jumped up, as I normally do, at 4.30 to get ready to go to work. And wait, there's no pain in my back. But I wasn't supposed to go to work. I, suppo- I promised you guys I was going to stay home. <laughs> but uh I thought I'd nip out to bed before and notices, and yeah, the pain was in there, and all day it just went, and I couldn't turn to the right. I couldn't move the arm, and it was just brilliant. I ran downstairs, and the day was lovely, so it was a lovely family day in the end, but um, I'm still under probation at home, hopefully, <laughs> <Very sensible. laughs> hoping I really used to go work. But, um, you know, the prayer worked, and it was just amazing that you know, just to be refreshed again with these things that you take for granted—that um, your faith, the expression, the joining with the elders, the leaders—and and it was wonderful, wonderful to experience again. Excellent. Thank you.
0: And it's amazing when you just see God doing these things, isn't it? It's—it's it's just incredible. Is there any other he- stories of healing that anybody would like to share in terms of things that God's been doing recently? We'll go into other things, but any other healing things? That's an amazing story about Andrew with the back. Any other things happened recently? You know sometimes how we encourage people to do testimonies? It's amazing when you... Judy's at the back, Andrew. It's amazing how we can just start to think, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. And these are the times to stir ourselves up, to be thanking God and recognizing what he's done.
4: I used to have quite recurrent neck and shoulder problems and I'd often be um, just doing things and then suddenly it would just go and I'd be very fearful because I'd expect that the next few days or however long it was just going to be very painful and very kind of stiff and hard to move and very restricted in what I could do. And a few times when particularly Dawn would come and pray with me, she identified that it was actually the fear of the pain and the fear of what was going to come next would actually lock me up and exacerbate everything. And I just was reflecting recently that I just so rarely have those problems. And when I do feel the tightening or the trapping starting, I don't have the fear, so therefore the thing very rarely gets to any kind of restriction for me. It just sort of seems to come and go. And I just feel that it's been a process, but now it's just not something that is in my life. And it was quite a big thing in my life for years. So I'm just very grateful for the, God's ability to speak into the thing and also deal with the fear, which was actually the bigger problem, I think.
0: Excellent, yeah. I had a funny situation this week. I played tennis <laughs> twice last week. Which, my body's like, you're joking, like, we haven't done anything for a year, and now we do this twice, but anyway, so, I was in quite a lot of pain, natural, muscular pain, but I also had this really bad pain in my hip that wasn't muscular, and I was, I'd gone round to see somebody, and I was really struggling to get up from the chair, it was a bit pathetic, and I just thought, oh, it'll pass, I mean, I've done some exercise, and it'll pass, and they said, you know, I could pray for you, because that hip thing does seem a bit odd, and I said, oh yeah, you could pray, and then I, was a, then I got into the car, and a bit like Hans was saying, my hip was completely fine, and then it's been fine since. The muscular pain remained, but the hip pain left. And it's like I almost didn't say that this morning. I think, no, God did that. He, he, he changed that. He brought that, he removed that pain. Now, what about in our workplace? God moves and works and enables us to have work for many of us. What things has he been doing in our workplaces? Any stories around work? Provision, work, seeing things, seeing things happening? Abigail? Abigail here.
3: Yeah, um, I started a job about uh, three weeks ago as a teacher and... um, in the first week, they just said to me, right, well, okay, here's a school, here's your timetable, here's all the classes you need to cover, go. And I was a bit like, oh my. And um, I, I really struggled in that first week. I found it really hard. I wasn't sleeping. I was really worrying. And um, at the end of the first week, I got some people to pray for me. And the next week was completely different, like... The situation was still the same, like I was still having to cover classes and it was quite difficult but God has given me a real peace about it and I was able to sleep better and yeah, it was just really good. And I just wanna thank God for giving me that job and um, my degree. I got a two one in my degree, so Woo-hoo! yeah, thank you.
0: That's interesting, the circumstance didn't change, but something changed in the way Abigail was facing it, and God given her that grace and that. Any, Leonie? I
6: have to be quite careful how I say this because there are so many people in my school that are here. But um, yes. <laughs> basically, there's been, it's been quite a difficult situation I've been in for quite some time with various people on the staff and one god gave andy and i to start praying for them and we've seen quite massive change in their attitude uh, it's literally been from from a particular person who never ever smiled and was noted for never smiling and always being miserable as we've been praying for them they've started smiling and relaxing and just changing And they even sent me a message just after the end of term to really wish me a lovely holiday. And that was amazing because that has never, ever happened before. And it had a kiss on it, as Andy said. But uh, it was, it's literally, it's been very exciting because we've seen God do what was not possible because the natural personality of this person was to be miserable and stressed. And we've literally seen that start to change. And we're going to keep praying for them because mm. we're aware that the natural tendency would be otherwise. But as, as God has intervened, mm. we've seen change in their attitude towards us and change in what we've been allowed to do as well, yeah. which has been very exciting. Yeah.
0: It's interesting, a few of these stories, it's as people have chosen to ask and see God doing something. Sometimes we can just live with things, can't we? But actually, it's that time of coming back and saying, God, this is what I need you to change. This is what I'm looking to you for. Now,
5: can we let somebody do it twice? Is that okay? Oh, all right. Kind of connected to the back injury. Um, recently in February, I had a new executive team that I'm a part of. And, you know, kind of asking God, what, what what's my role here with these guys? Apart from the work, you know, how can I impact them? And this injury, they saw me in the distress. They took me to the hospital. They got me out. They got me home. And strange enough, when they called on Friday, a couple of them, to ask how I was going, I said, well, some people prayed for me last night that I was healed. And they were like, oh, <laughs> so I'm kind of keen to get back out to work <laughs> on Monday. And um, they knowing who I was between Tuesday and Thursday, you know, the demonstration of that healing, I think, will be in effect on a testimony um, to them. Yeah. So see what God does wow. with that. Yeah. That's exciting, yeah.
0: No, very exciting. And sometimes it happens when you're not expecting, doesn't it?
3: I don't know how to explain this bit, but for a long, long time I've always had a problem with asking people to do things for me. Um, you know, I've always thought, oh, they don't really want to do it, blah, 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 blah. And really getting stressed, really, really stressed about it all. Um, but in the last six months or so, God has really changed me. And i able to say, you know, to Ken or Andy or whoever's around, and to, to say, could you do this for me, or I want this done. And I I still feel a little bit, I've still got that little bit there, but
0: gradually God is teaching me that people want to do these things. So I thank God for that. Yeah, always give people the opportunity to bless. Over to Millie, over in the corner, Andrew. Now men, you're a little outnumbered now, there's a lot of women coming up.
7: Hi, after working for a fantastic organisation for nine years, I'm being made redundant, and it was uh, <laughs> and it's a bit scary, because I'm not getting any younger, and I'm 55 and so forth, but I actually saw one job that was specific to what I can do, which is in parenting. I saw one job with help of some friends, I went for it, I got the interview, and actually the next day they rang me and offered me the job. But it's then I just thought, okay, all right, God's opened this door. Does he want me to go through this door? Because it was, you know, 14 hours. It's up in Camden. And that could be quite a lot of hours traveling and cost me quite a bit. So I accepted it in theory and wanted to speak to them a bit more about how flexible they were going to be. And I met the lady, and she, uh, she said to me, we'll be as flexible as you want us to be. You can work from home. Um, and she also said, I so wanted you to be on the team, because when you came for the interview, she said, what I wanted, I couldn't quite put into words, but what you'd said, she said, that is what I wanted. Yeah. And I just want to thank God that he, you know, I haven't had a lot of hassle, I haven't had to go for lots of jobs. I went for one job, got it, and
0: hopefully be starting soon. But that job, I think let's just stop for a minute on that, because actually one of the things it's always been a passion for Millie is that sense of supporting other parents and shaping how parenting is done and the job that she has is one of the national pilots for this parenting voucher stuff that the government has put out and she has the opportunity to actually write the parenting program for for the Camden council and how they're going to work it so it's it's, I think it's a very significant thing that God's positioning are there for something that's going to be more so it's yeah. No, I think it's it's part of who we are, and it's part of what we're pioneering now, and it's very exciting. So let's keep an eye on that, and let's keep praying for Millie in that. Diane, was it? Yeah.
8: Over to Diane. Thank you. Okay. So, those of you who know me know that I've had issues with my health and back and forth, and not being able to come to church and. Sometimes I don't think I deserve to go to church. <laughs> but um, the issue about coming was about um, the time I spend outside this room instead of being inside this room and spending a lot of time sitting in the classroom with my son and not being in here and not being able to feel part of everything. And I remember when. Um, Sue and um, Anthony invited me here. I felt very welcomed and very part of a family and a community, and everyone has been so supportive and helpful, and um, and I don't always feel like I deserve that. And um, one of the big things that I had with my social worker was about me coming to church, because I've been missing coming so much. And... Um, I did mention it a few, to a few people and I've done a lot of praying on it and thinking about it and figuring out how we can get to come, even if we don't get to come every week, at least to come once in a while so that I can actually still feel like I'm part of everybody <laughs> and supported and, and, and do the little bits I can do even though I don't feel like I do very much um, because I feel like I'm being swallowed all the time. Anyway, um, getting to my point, because I do babble. Um, uh, Anyway, I prayed on it, I prayed on it, and um, the social worker and I had meetings after meetings, and at one point I was just like, you know, I really just want to give you guys my son because I don't think I can cope, and I was feeling like I was drowning again, like I usually do, and um, she had I don't know how many meetings, because I think she realised that it was really important for me to have my Sundays, even though you know you pray every day and and you talk to God and and you hope that He's um, listening and and you're you're not taking Him away from something that's more important. <laughs> well, that's how I feel, because um, I don't always feel that what I think and feel is that important. But um, yeah, um, she finally talked social services into giving us hours when we don't have school so that we can come and um, my son's now got a support carer that comes with us but we can only stay to a certain time because he has to leave but it's still time I get to come and I'm really thankful for that because it took a really long time to get this sorted and now I feel like okay so at least it's the holidays we can come every Sunday because we have support but I also get to stay in the room be part of everything and feel like... Because listening online is one thing, yeah. but Thanks. being here yeah. is totally a different feeling and it makes me feel part of something Excellent. bigger than just my little space and
4: my oh, cocoon
8: great. that I put myself in a lot of the time. Thanks, so, Diane. That's, yeah. that's really great.
0: Thank, Thank you. you. Sorry, i do that
8: <laughs>
0: Okay two minutes with the people around you, just maybe twos and threes, and just take a minute to say what you're thankful to God for. In the presence of my brethren, I will declare your name, I will declare your praises. Let's just stand and just shout out, just one-liners, what we're thanking God for, what we're declaring of his name, who he is to us what he's done, and let's just, let's not have any gaps, let's stir ourselves a bit. This is us before our brethren, declaring his name, what he's done, and who he is. So just one-liners, don't, you can't do any more than one line, just one-liners of what we're, what we're declaring here today, one after the other. Yes. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. There's a few more voices, some people that are feeling something. It's an important thing to declare, I think. It's a testimony before God. There's others who just feel, I just need to say something. Just declare it out. Father, we take all these truths that have been declared this morning, that are both personal and generic to each one of us in this room, Lord, that you are faithful, you are forgiving, you are the one who knows us, who knows our name, Lord, we thank you for your goodness, we thank you that you do never leave us, we thank you that we can be all that you have planned for us to be as we choose to surrender to you as we choose to say, God, your way, not ours, that we can be those who demonstrate you on this earth. And, Lord, we thank you for that reality, that we're not here as robots or slaves, but as your friends. One's called for this amazing journey of fulfilling your purpose for this universe. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for all you're doing in people's lives, for all that has been said today. And we ask you, as we leave one another, that you will enable us to come into a greater understanding of you and all you have for us and what you have for us together as a community. In your name. Amen. Amen. If there's been things said today that's made you think, you know, I really don't know the reality of that, or I'm really struggling and I can't quite see these things through, There is an opportunity to pray, for us to pray with you today. Some of the leaders can stand with you in prayer. Don't leave feeling, if only that was me. Let God come and meet with you so that the next time you can
4: say this is what he's done. Thank you.